Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you think that studying a foreign language should be made compulsory in primary schools? Young Fine Gael has called on the Irish government to introduce compulsory foreign language learning in primary in, uh, the primary school curriculum. Around 75% of the working age population in uh, 16 of the UA, uh, EU members states uh, know at least one other foreign language. In Ireland, that figure stands at 65%. So do you think a foreign language should be made compulsory in primary schools? Not, not in secondary schools, just as we do now. And take a listen to one of the comments I saw on this, right? As one person said, they should scrap the Irish language and just learn another European language, something that might actually be of benefit to them in the future. Another person says, we can barely teach our own language, never mind a foreign one. Sad state of affairs. So I want to get your thoughts on this. Would you support that? Or do you think the Irish language serves a purpose and should stay? I want to get your thoughts. Should the Irish language be got rid of in favour of another language, which may be more practical? I mean, I suppose if you in the world we live in now, it's a global economy, isn't it? Spanish, German, French, are you probably used more around, well, certainly they're used more around Europe than the Irish language. If you want to get involved in sort of European economics or your job in Europe, well, I suppose you're going to have to know one of those languages. So do you think those languages are more important than the Irish language? Should we just scrap, well, when I say scrap it, you know, make it that it's not a mandatory subject. I mean, if you want to do it, you can do it if you want to, as a foreign language. Uh, David, I know I've just insulted a lot of people there, but I said by saying it was a foreign language. David, you're on Classic Kids. Hey, dude. Good, after, good afternoon, Niall. Yeah, you, you just took the words right out of my mouth about uh, mandatory teaching of Irish. Um, in primary school, it should be taught as a speaking language to children. Yeah. But what, and um, once you come to a secondary school, that's it. It should be treated like every other subject, and it. It, it, the mandatory side it should be just taken out and as for but if I want but if I want my kid you know my five year old to learn Irish can't I put him in a girls school yes and I have my issues with grade schools the lot of them are pushing out for it to be desh schools and everything free there I think it's a it's a racket really you know yeah, there, there, um, there, there's grants well there's grants available uh, and where there's yeah, grants yeah, available yeah, David yeah. there's always jiggery pokery always, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I don't know how the desh schools really came about to be honest because we'll be teaching uh, Irish in primary schools uh, mandatory and they're saying it wasn't being taught properly what about, what Irish, about introducing French and Spanish and German no, into no, primary no, schools? No, not at a young age. I think. Um, well, why not? Uh, well, I. My it's a great benefit. To the it business. is. I have no doubt about it. But are they not learning enough? First of all, I would, I would, I would stop. I would really stop uh, um, the whole process or the whole ethos of homework. Uh, there's too much homework in children in schools, and there's not enough um, actually playtime in schools. I think, I think uh, the homework we is that, well. Homework is kind of suspended at the moment. I think, isn't it? Yeah, most, well, that's most schools. Yeah, that's that might, but that, that actually might end up being a permanent change. But it, it I is hope so. Yeah. I really do hope so. Yeah, but, I, I wouldn't um, disagree with you. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the Irish language in primary school, I think it should stay. I'm not a, a, an advocate of Irish 
language in, in the way it's pushed down people's throats in secondary school or the grants and uh, in Irish school, um, sections of the state for money and businesses. I think it's a racket, to be honest, and we're mm. paying far too much for it. But yes, I say keep it in primary schools, teach it as a language, a speaking language, but certainly in secondary schools, uh, post-primary, it should not be there as a mandatory language I, at I, all. I, I do know, I, I do have a niece, and I think she's only seven, but I think they they do Spanish now. It's very basic stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, and it is a Spanish teacher that comes into the school and and goes around all the classes and does fifteen twenty minutes once a week. But she does learn a few bits and pieces, and it's lovely to hear. And and I think it sets a bit of a foundation for another language as they get older. You know what I mean? I just think it does. I, I do. I, 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 there is no problem with it. My only problem with it is like we do in our in in, in this country anytime is pour on stuff on, on top of our children from grown-ups. You see the, the Dublin... They're well able uh, for uh, it, David. Uh, They're like little sponges. They are, but it's, I don't know. Do they get an, an, enough time in school to grow? In Germany, they have a different system altogether. We won't go into it. Yeah. But it's more child-friendly. It's more development, okay, you know? I get you. James! Ah. <laughs> good evening, James. Good, good afternoon. afternoon. Sorry, good, after- good afternoon, James. <laughs> Ah, uh, James, don't start speaking in Irish to me. You know what I mean? You, you know what that does to me. Yeah, and I'm nearly as good as Michal now, now. I'm a long, I'm a long way behind. No, you are a long way behind me, Hall. In my fluency, no, Nal, I would be very much for keeping it naturally. Mm. Uh, also, you know, Nal, it's always been the well-known fact that kids that learn uh, Irish in primary school and they go on into secondary school to learn, it helps them to learn the 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 foreign language, Nal. And how do you figure that one out? Ah, well, it's, I mean, they're already learning a second language now. The same one when they're learning Irish in, in, in primary school. So they, it, it gives them... Um, well, like a foundation for learning languages. Uh, well, that, that. I, I know... No, in Irish is very different to Spanish or French. Spanish in my secondary school, and I uh, didn't like it very much, actually. Can now. you speak any Spanish? Sorry? Can you speak any Spanish? No. See, that, and that's another <laughs> thing now. If you think of it, what did you do now in your... Uh, French, French. You don't speak any French now, now? I do. Could, uh, no, I had a... Um, I remember the book. There was a, this book we had, and it was, Allo, c'est Philippe Ladoux. Oui, c'est moi. Bonjour, Philippe. Bonjour, Jacques. <laughs> That'll carry you a long way around Paris <laughs> yeah. now. I could ask you the time. Quelle heure est Yeah, well, that's yeah, a yeah, bad yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But a lot of people who learn uh, uh, foreign language and sex, they don't do use it afterwards now. No, but but that's only because I didn't need to use it afterwards. If I, if I had have ended up working in France or a country that spoke French or in Canada somewhere, you know, I may have ended up having to use it. Yes, but as I said, um, also, uh, and you won't probably like me for saying this, I think it would be a great insult now to the men of 1916 if we lost this language or if we didn't keep it now. Because as you know, they were steeped in the Irish language. They, they pronounced their names in Irish, all of them now. Eamon Ken, Patrick Pierce, Tomás McDonough, Sean McDermott, the list goes on now. Uh, yeah, but nowadays I see people doing that on social media. It's a bit pretentious, isn't it? Well, that might be a little now. They probably <laughs> can't speak a word about it now. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> but, it does uh, seem to be a bit of a lefty, pretentious thing to do, to change I, I, your name. I, 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 as it is now, the men of 1916 are probably looking down and saying, why the hell do we bother laying down our lives for those people who, who now handed over our country to Brussels instead? Well, I think those men are probably rolling in their graves, by the way, if they see what's going on in this country over the last eight months. But however, yeah. Yes, we have, we're ruled now by uh, the, the Fuhrer in Germany. And well, we're, we're ruled by Germany, uh, Europe and Neffet. 
Yes, 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 yes now. And as you know, and uh, people were talking there earlier on in your earlier debate, like Sinn Féin would be different. Sinn Féin are more pro-Europe now, Niall, than any other party. And uh, they will do exactly what Mary Lou, if she was Taoiseach, she'd do exactly what Europe would tell her now. They have changed quite a lot in the way they think Sinn Féin. Oh, yeah, see, now, uh, people think that there's, uh, there's a difference between... There is no difference between... Because, I mean, everybody knows that, wouldn't Mary it? Lou, Absolutely, you're right. you're right. They're all self-serving at the end of the day. But the left liberal PC ground now. Okay, so getting back to the language, you think it's important to keep it as a mandatory subject in schools? Yes, and also I've seen many... So no choice for people is what you're saying, no choice. I've seen many people in TG Cahernal, schools being interviewed there, many children now who are actually black uh, being interviewed in TG Cahernal schools, and fluent Irish with them now, great to see. And uh, I well, when you say they're black, they could be born here. Sorry? They're, they're Irish. They, are, they could be Irish and born here. They, oh, yes. they may not have just walked into the country speaking Irish. I saw, I saw a girl recently interviewed in TG Cahar by Dahi O'Shea. Now, Dahi would be a fluent Irish speaker, but she was every bit as good as him. She's 19 now. Yeah. And she, she, she's a child of people who came to Ireland. She came here about two years old. Okay. And she is absolutely fluent. She loves it. Absolutely loves there was it. A great, there was a great short Irish, film. And she found it a very easy language to learn. There was a great short film many years ago. I went to the cinema about 10 years ago. I can't remember what the movie was, but there was a short film on before it. And it was about a Chinese fella. And he was about 15 years of age. And he kept looking at Ireland on the internet and thinking about a wonderful place I'd love to go and live there. Right. So what he did was he went off and got private lessons to learn how to speak Irish. And he, and he became really fluent at it. Brilliant. And off he went to the airport with his bag on his back. I'm going to Ireland. I now know the language. He arrived in Dublin airport, started speaking Irish. And nobody understood the word he was saying. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked like and then he went into a pub and he asked for a pint in, I, I don't know uh, Michal Michal if you walk into a pub looking for a pint of Guinness what would you say? Pint pint in English or pint in Irish No but I mean, what would you say to the barman if you were saying how are you doing are you having a good day give us a pint of Guinness I'd rather pint to the hell I'm actually the hell I'm or thirsty yeah yeah yeah, but the average, if you walked into the average Irish bar and said that, they wouldn't have a clue what you were talking about. It, uh, well, you know, the last of them would you walk in now and ask them for a capital and any language. You know, my mic take it a second and say, oh, God, sorry, I wasn't expecting you to speak Irish. And they, they will. They know what you're looking for. A lot of them will. It's amazing because I've done it. Not, not, I'm not a pub man, but I've gone in many places and uh, you'll be looking for a sandwich or that, you'll ask them walking or whatever it is. And you ask them in Irish and two seconds they'll ask you, do you want salad or do you want meat? <laughs> no? Yeah. Yeah, sorry James. If you were the barman now, Niall, right? Yeah. You were the barman and come in to you. Right, okay. Ask a few for a pionto moraku. What would you be giving me? Uh, uh, say it again. A pionto moraku. Uh, uh, ham sandwich. Uh, no, no, a pint. A pint. A pint. Pint of muffins. Pint of muffins. Pint of muffins. What's a what's a ham sandwich? Well, a pig is a micken, isn't it? Bargo, Jenny Shakur. Capra bargo. Bacon sandwich. Okay, but what's what's a pig in in Irish? A muck, muck, muck. Mucku. I thought it was a micken. Oh no, no, muck. Okay, we're getting back to the topic at hand, Michal. I mean, uh, uh, okay, wait, well, hang on, Michal. Hang on, James. For... Monster Irish now. Okay, okay, okay. Michal, back to the topic at hand. Should we, I mean, I, I'm all for, you know, supporting the Irish language, and I, and I do like it, Michal, and everything else, and you and James. But in saying that, you know, telling a student that they have to do it whether they like it or not, is that really a good idea? 
You go out and tell anybody today, look here, you have to do this. And whether it's climbing a tree or looking at a frog, you tell them you have to do it. There's resistance immediately. If you ask them to do something and this is advising, this is how it should be done, that's what a different story. This is what happened a lot of the Irish language. And above all today, the Irish language isn't Irish. It's used bastardized English. The H is never in the middle of the thing. Not at all. Our Irish language has fathers, shepherds, and boots and all the rest of it. That was genuine Irish. It was like Chinese. It was a class. It was an art in itself. And people learned it. For people, I know people came in and you said about a Chinese guy. I know people who learned Irish language. And they can't understand why the name of God, they got rid of the actual genuine Irish language instead of what we're now using. Yeah. You say, you say, this is how you do it, and can you please do this, and this is what we advise you. Would you hold on here a minute, you do, you do that. And yes, I look to tell you, go to hell and do it yourself. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> You'd confuse anybody, Michal, you really... But now, really not now. Yes, sorry, yes, go ahead, you, James. You look across the water at Wales now. Look how they've kept their language. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a different situation altogether. They, they, you're right, they did keep their language, and they cherished their language. Been, Copper are lovely, it's great stuff. I go to Wales regular, and it's brilliant to hear them talking Welsh. I don't oh, know yes, what you're about. I'm the same, I've been there many times, and you, you hear in the pubs, the restaurants, in the streets, they'll, oh my God. And when, when England comes to play in Ireland, the Cardiff Arms Park, right, they sing the Welsh National Anthem. Everyone in the stadium in the Welsh language, particularly for the English now, mm. to remind them we are not English, we are Welsh, because they hate the British now. Absolutely hate them. <laughs> <laughs> the Welsh hate the British, oh, yes, but they are now. British, aren't they? Passion, I can assure you, you mean they hate the English? Oh, yes, now. Yeah, but I don't think the Scots particularly like them either, in fairness. Oh, you know, but... sure they don't <laughs> And there's a percentage up the north <laughs> that don't like them either. So, I'm sure somebody does. I'm sure they like each other. You know what I mean? But they I, I've, no, I've no problem with the English. Jimmy Hall, do you Johnson. not like the English people? No, the Boris Johnson's a great man. He loves the English. It's better than he's looking in the mirror and he's looking around looking back at him. Oh, he's brilliant. But that's the only one who likes him. Himself from, and that's the and do you not like them? I think they're cousins. Do you, do you not like the English, Michal? Uh, not particularly. They're arrogant. All of them, every single one of them. Well, I don't know. I've dealt with a natural amount of them, but I find a good percentage of them arrogant as hell, and actually hate they, the Irish. They probably don't like us either. You know, they probably think you're fierce arrogant for even saying that. They don't, they think we're beneath them. They're a shower of ticks. They think we're beneath them. <laughs> They're not a shower of ticks. <laughs> they think yeah. we're a shower of ticks. Yeah, sorry, James. Yes, sir. Do you, you don't have an issue with the British, do you? No, no, I don't know. In fairness, because a lot oh. of my family are live and let live. The oh. fourth generation of my family are in England now. Yeah, but uh, I, I I worked there now as a young man, and yeah, I there you go. To work for we should be thankful. We should be me. How we should be thankful for the British. Like we be we be skinned without them. Hey, I got yes. a lot of the English pound too. I got an almighty amount of it. But now I, mean, I, I worked for that. Yeah, but, but no, hang on. But, but back in two thousand and nine, when when the you know when we hit the skids, the British were the first to put their hands in their pockets to give us a few quid. Yeah, they were giving back some of what they robbed. <laughs> <laughs> Alright listen lads I have to take a break Keep texting I can talk to those two for ages You know what they remind me of You know the two fellas That would be up in the balcony And the Muppet Show Sorry James and Michal But that's what they remind me of well, Let me go to Brian Who lives in Germany uh, Brian you're in Classic Kids How you doing Brian? No, not too bad Not too bad Good uh, All is good here How's, li- nice how's here. life How's life in Germany How's Covid life in Germany? This is one of the points I wanted to bring up to you that it really frustrates me. And obviously I'm watching Irish news and, and seeing everything going on. And I just have to scratch my head. I, I just don't. And I, I, I listen to your points and I take pros and cons. But, you know, we're all grown-ups. People have to act grown-up. I mean, here everything is open. 
and uh, end cases are going up, but people are not dying. So I have to scratch my head. What's the difference between now and then? So if we've got better in tackling this, why do we shut everything down? Why do we? Well, I, I, read a, I, I don't want to go off the topic. I read a really, really interesting I piece agree. last night about the piece, what they call PCR testing. Um, but Killian de Gaskin from Neffet admitted himself they were doing what they call 30 to 45 cycles, or 35 to 45 cycles. And by their own admission, that picks up old infections. And there was an interesting article I read last night, I think it was the New York Times or something like that, and it talked about we may be picking up infections from when it was at its peak. So in other words, if people were infected back in March and April, those infections could be showing up now with the PCR testing we're doing because it's so sensitive. In other words, they're not infected now. There just happen to be positive cases of people. In other words, although we might be seeing more cases, you know, people are not dying because people are not really actually infected at the moment or anymore. And that, that was one, of, one of the two. It's only a theory, I suppose, yeah. But why can't we now go with the viewpoint that if we see deaths flying up, um, then take a, an action? Take but action. we see that? Why can't we... Why can't we just monitor the situation and say people are, they're going to have to get, we're all going to get sick and that's, you can't stop it. Well, no, you can't stop it. Uh, and that's, that's, well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad to here. see that you believe life is reasonably normal in Germany. Um, I, I mean, what part of Germany are you in, by the way? I'm, I'm just outside Frankfurt. Okay. So a place called um, Hofheim outside Frankfurt, uh, about 15 minutes of Frankfurt. And, uh, you know, the Germans obeyed the rules. They're very good at that, as you can guess. And they wear their masks everywhere, but they're not wearing them outside, generally. No. And, uh, you know, and they're asking, in school, the kids have to wear it all the time. I mean, I don't agree that they're asking them to wear it when they're eating food. It's kind of mad. Well, they, and, have, well, they uh, have them wearing, they have, they have kids in this, school, this country wearing masks during PE. Yeah, this is that seems bizarre. Thing. I mean, I tell my daughter, as soon as I see her and you're outside in the fresh air, take it off. I tell her, enough is enough. I mean, yeah, okay. you know, I said, if you give it to me, I get it. I'll take my, my shot with it. That's the way it goes. But I mean, I said, and I, I spent the last couple of months around people, around workers who do something in the house. And I said, I can't stop. I mean, right but now. When you, say, when you say Germany is different. Okay, so they're wearing masks. They're, they're social distancing. But you still don't have big, well, I know there's been big protests there, but you still don't have big gatherings and big events. Correct. I mean, they're not stuff, but people are going on with life anyway. People are getting on with it, doing things. Okay, you can't go to concerts and all that. And I think that this obviously when you bulk people in together, there's a higher risk that people are going to get it. That, that is obviously obvious. And but, it's not on the news all the time either, which is something which is very good, by the way. They, they need to stop doing that big here. Big problem. Yeah. Why annoys me the hell is I, my daughter tells me she's coming on to 12. She's telling me I want to go home. Now, obviously, home is Ireland. And I say I can't bring you home even for a trip to see your nana because. They had the 14th day, I think, and I was 10. And I said, you know, I don't want to, as much as I got to come back here, I want to come back for five, six days, but I, I can't go because obviously she's scared of this. She's 82. She thinks if I come, I'm going to infect her. not be a good thing. Infect her, and they're yeah. all stressed to the T. And, you know, I, I don't know. I mean... I think, I think a lot's to do with the way we talk about this as well. I mean, when I, when I hear an expert or, you know, a disease expert on the radio... Uh, somebody who's credible turning around and suggesting that if you infect somebody and you know that you should be wearing a mask and you infect somebody and they die, that it's manslaughter. I, I, I you know, I think that kind of language doesn't help. But anyway, get, but, but, anyway, get, but speaking of language, I need to get away from that. We talked about okay, COVID for nearly an hour there. I mean, one of the tick boxes when I moved to Germany was I looked and said, when I was in school, I hated Irish. Oh, Jesus Christ. It was like putting me through uh, a grinder. I didn't like it. And my father sent me the two Gale talks. He tried his best to God Epson to get me to speak Irish. But I didn't want to learn it. Now, I made that choice as a young boy, same as I wasn't interested in religion. I made a choice because I was able to make a choice. And that's all I asked for Ireland. 
allow people to make a choice. I'm all good to say if you do Irish and you're big into Irish, support the language and give it uh, extra points. I know maybe not particularly right, but support the culture and all that. Absolutely. But I'm telling you, if they let people make a choice, they probably learn it. I mean, I'm trying to learn German here. I mean, it's crap, but I'm trying. My daughter's already advanced in two years because they're young. This is the thing. Start them young. And how is your, ger- how is your German now? Is it good? I'm, oh, I'm good. German. good. I, can Sorry. Every, I can do the general shopping stuff and understand things, but if they go off in a bit of tantrum, uh, you know, I haven't got a clue what they're saying. I'll <laughs> 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 come the telephone, I'll come the translator, or... A lot of times they turn around and say, I'll talk to your daughter, as rude as but there's, German. There's, there's, say, okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, there's different dialects in German as well, isn't there? There is, and this is the thing, you, for especially numbers. For, some, for example, in where I am, they like to add the numbers with, a, like, say, 30 is dry shish. And that, to me, that sounds like dry shit. When you go with the proper word is, is dry zig. Now, if I use that here, they don't use it here. So they all dialogues, whatever, but... I, my core is I learn a bit, I call it tourist German, get me by. Yeah, and, if you go, and then if you go down south, down to Bavaria, for example, it's it's kind of different again, isn't it? I mean, it's a much different language Correct. again, yeah. yeah. I, at least, I mean, at least I, my point is, at least my daughter here, I'm giving her an opportunity to learn German, and I see it a benefit when she goes around the world that she has an extra language. I mean, she has right. French, and yeah. she got that when she was in Ireland. Yeah. And purely as a parent, I brought Trinity uh, students, gave them 20 euros, said, there, talked to my daughter for an hour and a half, a couple of times a week, and she learned it as a young kid. So, well, well, they are better learning, obviously, the younger they are. I mean, what about the idea of, of introducing, and this is what they said, they'd like to introduce foreign languages into primary school. Now, obviously not, you know, I mean, intense as courses. As early as possible. From yeah, like what, three, French, Spanish, and German. Possible. Yeah. Give, absolutely, German and Spanish and French, they can pick, if you can, ideally, if not, at least one. Because the way I, I see it is, if they have a language... They can then, when they leave school, work in PayPal, the Ebays, the Googles, in customer service. They can get a job. Right now, these companies can't hire Irish because they can't speak languages. Irish is, is not there. So, and you think of it, when we all leave school, like my sister's son has left school last year, and already after a year advance, he's speaking very little Irish. He, it's only gone a couple of years like myself. So, what's the point? Okay, well, well, stay there for a second, because Robbie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Robbie? How's it going? Jason, that time already. Okay, sorry, Robbie. <laughs> uh, Robbie, you believe we should make every school a girl's school? No, what I'm saying is that if they're going to be realistic about it and they want to introduce Irish back to the Irish people, that's what they need to do instead of having piecemeal girls school here, there, and everywhere. Why, like, well, so why, would, you do, why would you do that? They, Look, that that makes the matter worse, doesn't it, really? Does it, though? Like, I mean, if, if, you're gonna, like, if they're going to be absolutely realistic about it, make every school a girl's school. That way then people will be speaking Irish. It's not going to happen overnight, obviously. Now, I mean, the point of it all is that, like, when you look around the world, the global economic powerhouses all speak English, and that's what they're looking for as well, and that's why we're doing quite well here with the um, international companies in order, just because we're an English-speaking company. That's the other side of it as well. But, like, I mean, it's... It's kind of the debate is going to rumble on and rumble on and rumble on until they actually turn around and do something positive or negative about it and say, if you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you're going to do Irish, then we're all going to do Irish. And we're going to turn every skill into a girl's school. That's just the point I'm making on that, you know? Right. Okay. Sorry, Brian. my teeth out. What? I mean, if I was forced to do Irish as I was already, and I'm, you know, if, I wouldn't put my daughter through that. And I just think, I think you're, Force them to learn language, which is a culture, national, great thing. But I still think give the option. I, I think 
then more people will end up speaking it. But I, I, if if they're forcing me to learn Irish, I go mad. I, I just, I don't want to do it. Do I not have, do I not have a choice because I'm Irish? I don't get a choice. It's, it's mad. The those days are gone. That's like putting the, the old days saying, you know, you have to do it a certain way. We're all supposed to be able to be adults about this and make a choice. I mean, I think, I think, Robbie, I I think Robbie, with your suggestion, I'm not saying, by the way, that's your suggestion, but you're saying if they're going to do it, that's what they should do. I, I think you're going completely in the opposite direction. You're making it worse. I mean, that's. Yeah, I, I mean, you you remember Robbie going back to the days when Peg Sayers, of course, was the book of choice uh, for the Irish language uh, in secondary school. It was like torture. <laughs> I remember. Oh, well, that, that, book, that book was horrendous. Like that, that didn't do already any favour, you know. It was well, like, beaten point, into us. Oh God, it was desperate, you know. I like. I mean, the, the point I'm making is that it's not. I'm not saying that everybody should be speaking Irish. What I'm saying is, if the government wants to get realistic about it, they have to make a decision on: do we go all in or do we all out? Go all in. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay, you put it that way, it's not too bad to listen to, yeah. That, that's the point I'm making, you know. If if they but really it, want to have Irish as an Irish language, make every school a Gaelic school. If they don't, then let people opt out of their own Irish if they want. Now, in relation to the other um, languages, yeah, absolutely, I've no problems with it. But uh, Sorry, I didn't get the last name of Germany's name. But yeah, as right. early as possible, I think definitely. Brian get them is his name, yeah. The the right. chairman, the, the kind of the, yeah. the abandoner. <laughs> yeah, get them, get them doing yeah. a language at an early age, you know. But then again, it's the same thing as well. If you've got French or German or Spanish, which are the main yeah. that you get built here, it's also got to be an opt-out option, or it's got to be an all-in option as well. When, so, when, by the way, Brian, when did you abandon us? I, I mean, I, I'm still as Irish, singing the song out here, Diglo Douse, everything. Um, no, I mean, I, right now it's 31 degrees here. When I, did you abandon I, us? I'm I, asking what year you abandoned us. I abandoned us in two years ago. That's coming two uh, years of Christmas. Oh, well, that's not too bad. What, but wait, what do you, am I being really nosy and asking what do you do over there? I'm a, I'm a computer architect. Oh, right. Okay, very good. Very good. I'm so nosy. But the, I'm just being nosy. <laughs> Sorry, Robbie. <laughs> well, Robbie, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But now I think it is right. I'm I'm white. I get burned, but I it's 31 degrees. The weather is stunning. I have to say, even though I but I love the Irish culture, the people, the, the crack we have. The Germans wouldn't know a joke if we hit them on the head. I mean, no. they don't. You know, there's pros and cons to everything. Well, they but, probably do. They just don't understand our humor. Our humor is different to theirs. They true. probably have a darker humor. <laughs> they, they have. They, 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 I love Germany. Yeah. They, they, when they crack a joke, it's just ain't funny. I'm sorry. I I mean, I love I love. So there's pros and cons. Weather is fabulous, but they, they you know, they, they don't, they don't. Uh, They're quite regimental people. Talk. You know what I mean? Extremely. Yeah. Oh Jesus! If, if yeah. you don't, if you're, if you come into one and a half meters, you, you get that look that they are going to slap you on the head. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 you know, I look at them sometimes. Go, you know, calm down. Or if you see them on a bicycle, I've had Germans give out to me on a bicycle. I'm like, maybe I cycle past them too fast, uh, and they're blasting away in German. I go, I haven't a clue what you're saying. I smile. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know that's right. <laughs> they're actually, they're actually a very tall nation as well. They're very big people. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember in school actually the only German we ever knew was "Will you sleep with me?" Which I think most lads knew in every language, which, which was, was quite bizarre. Is that gonna take a break, lads? Thank you very much, Dean, Brian, and Robbie. And loads of people texting in. Niall, getting extra points for doing the leaving sound in Irish should be scrapped. Also, aren't we all Europeans now, says Anthony? Of course we are. Yeah, we're all on this ship together, allegedly. Yeah, I, I think you're right. By the way, the idea that you would give extra points to somebody just because they completed their maths in Leaving Cert and because the paper was in the Irish language is ridiculous and discriminates against those who don't speak Irish. Well, the Irish language should be scrapped, replaced with Spanish or Portuguese along them lines. 
I think it'd help. Sure, Irish people go on holidays to Spain and Portugal every year, so they'd be able to use it when we're over there. Plus, it'd help for jobs. You know, if the, if, if the job's hiring and they need people who can speak Portuguese or Spanish, you know, Irish is, is just a dead language. Yeah, some people go on holidays to Gregor areas where they can speak Irish too, I suppose they'd argue. You know, not everybody wants to go there, but some people do. <clears throat> Obviously, more people go to Spain, etc. Uh, Eddie, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Eddie? Hi, Noel. Yeah, my young fella started first year now in secondary school in Irish. And it's an absolute joke trying to teach it to him. There's no online resources. You're told not to go near Google Translate because that's the devil. Um, there's no is it the devil? I didn't know that. Oh, it's absolutely the devil. I mean, God forbid it would actually help you pronounce a word. Um, I have his Irish textbook here. There isn't a word of English in it. To, to, to describe anything that's written in it. I have a French one sitting beside it, full of English words, so it gives the English description and the French description. The Irish book, it's like they make it so your child isn't Has supposed to learn it. it. Yeah. Oh, it, does, it isn't supposed you to You must learn. immerse like, yourself in the language completely, so to speak. Oh, I don't know. I, unless I kidnap him and send him to the Gwail Talk for like two or three weeks. I just... I. I, just I always me. found it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did French in school too, which, which I wasn't very. I wasn't good at languages. Period. Right. But in saying that, I always found the Irish language extremely difficult. I mean, maybe it was just me, but the grammar, everything else, I found it, it's an ext- it's not an easy language to learn. But no, there, there's no help online. You can't go on and listen to a word. You can't find a dictionary. You put stuff in to translate or get a sentence, and it's just. Is it's there no audio book type learning versions or apps? Or I'm surprised nobody's made an app anything. or something. We haven't changed our style of learning since Peg Sayers passed away. Oh, God bless her. Yeah. <laughs> and on the other thing... Well, I think um, everybody the, in this country probably hates that book, to be honest with you. On learning a different language, it is great and it's a great idea. The problem we have in the rural schools is if the teacher teaches French, the kids learn French. If the mm. teacher speaks Arabic, then the kids learn Arabic. What, no, what about the idea, the, the notion of, of bringing in Spanish, German, French oh, to, into, think, into primary schools you know, as an option? I think it's a great idea, but the problem is if the teacher that they hire in the school doesn't speak Spanish, then it's not. Well, happening. no, and I, as I explained earlier on, I have a niece, I think she's only six or seven, and she's doing it. But, but they bring in a, you know, a foreign student once a week, you know, for a few minutes to each class, and they just give them a few words, like counting to ten and stuff yeah, like that. You absolutely. know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Mandarin Chinese is the second biggest language in the world. And well, Mandarin, Mandarin Chinese is the most spoken language, it, it, it is the yeah. most spoken language in the world. Yeah, and we're doing nothing to teach our kids this. And we're English is the most things. accepted language in the world. And yeah. I think I think English is actually third. Mandarin Chinese, Spanish is the second most spoken language in the world. English is third. Um, but English is the most acceptable language because most people who speak, you know, obviously Spanish and Mandarin Chinese probably speak a bit of English too. So it is the most accepted language in the world, in the Western world, certainly, anyway. Uh, all right, okay, Eddie. Eddie says the way uh, it's taught is the biggest problem. Annette, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Annette? Hello, Niall. How are you? Nice Missed to talk to you. yesterday. You weren't even on Alexa. <laughs> I know, I know. It just, it just all went pear-shaped yesterday, Annette. Absolutely. I know. Somebody pulled out a plug, I think, or left the iron on. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but however... <laughs> ah, it's, did you miss me? I did, of course. Why wouldn't I? Yeah, I missed me too. I was outside there and I was missing myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Annette, do you believe there's enough already on the curriculum without adding I more to it? I think more than enough already in the curriculum. Mm. for the primary school child. They need a break. Yeah. And you don't want to overburden them with a load of extra work. Well, I would agree with you, but I, I wouldn't see any harm in having, say, a foreign student teacher yes, coming but, in once a week for a couple of minutes. Yes, Niall, but the other issue there is money is very, very tight in the primary school. And when I was teaching, I was teaching a multi-class, third, okay. fourth, fifth and sixth, and I was a walking principal, or I was a principal. Right, okay. 
So you try and get time to fit everything in, I'll tell you. I know. it might. So in other words, every school is probably not going to avail of it. You might be able to get it in, in the cities, all right, but maybe not. in schools in the cities, but yeah. not in the rural schools. Yeah. And secondly, I... But it wouldn't, would it take you much now as a teacher at the time to maybe just verse yourself on, okay, the Spanish for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Oh, or, yes, no problem. You know what I mean? But the, you have a certain lot of time that you have to give to each of the subjects on the primary school curriculum. Okay. But I'll tell you another thing. We spent six years in Africa mm. and our four children all did Irish for Leaving Cert. Now, granted, their dad, their granddad never spoke English to his family. Okay. Uh, so the mother spoke English and the father spoke Irish. And why did he never, that was just, he was that just, was a, he, he was a, a grail goer. Okay. From Ring, from Ring in Waterford. And there's so. twelve thousand. Well, according to stats, there's twelve thousand people in Ireland who do not speak English, who only speak Irish. Yes. Well, I went to school with some like that yeah. from the Iron Islands. There's but a bit. There's the a bit of a, now. With the greatest respect, in it, I, I appreciate people who want to, you know, sustain the language and, and who are who value the language but that much. I, there's a bit of I arrogance about that, isn't there? Can I say no? There isn't. I can tell you <laughs> something else. My children are all abroad, which is heartbreaking. But one of them in uh, Sweden, she's at the moment picking up the Irish grammar book. She wanted her grammar books back out again, ringing her dad regularly. What's, uh, what's the correct way of saying this? And the same with the lady in London. Listen, I've run, Annette, I've run out of time. I, I'd love to continue the conversation a bit more. Have a wonderful day, Annette, and I do get the point that you're making. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.